Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing Chapter 4, Gnana Karma Sanyasa Yoga, Yoga of Renunciation of Action in Knowledge. So we had been discussing Karma Yoga in last chapter. And in Chapter 2, Bhagavan says, the Karmani Eva Adhikaraste Mafaleshu Kadachana. That your right is only to act, but you have no right for your fruits of actions. So, for us to understand that concept, we have to understand what action is. So, we have learned in this chapter what action is, which then relates to what we have learned about Karma Yoga in the last chapter, where we have seen that Bhagavan said, Yogastha Kuru Karmani, Sangam Tyaktva Dhananjaya. That's the essence of Karma Yoga. Do not expect any fruits of your action. Establish yourself in yoga and then without any attachment perform actions in this world is karma yoga. Action I must perform, but I must perform in this manner. And for what I should perform action, this chapter in verse 9 says, Yagnarthat karmano anyatra lokoyam karma bandhanaha. All actions other than those performed for yagna are binding. Tadartham karma kante. Therefore, Perform actions for yagna alone. Mukta sangha samacharaha, without any attachment, with equanimity of mind. So the final advice we have seen is perform actions for yagna. Then what is yagna? We learned in verse 24. That yagna is to understand that everything that is involved in my action is nothing but Brahman alone. There is no difference between the hunter and hunted. It's all manifestation of Brahman alone. So, Brahmarpanam, Brahmahavehi, Brahmagnav, Brahmahutam. Using this metaphor of yagna, we have learned that everything involved in this yagna, the four things involved, the instrument, the offerer, the deity, and the offering itself. So, these four items, Bhagavan said that is nothing but Brahman alone. Brahma eva samadhinaha. It's only going to the Brahman alone. This is the renunciation of action in knowledge. Having this knowledge that all actions are performed because and by Brahman, by the power of Brahman. Bhagavan said, that's yagna. So then next few verses, we will learn the 12 types of yagnas. We have seen so far 10 of them from verse 25 onward. So in verse 25, it says Deva Yagna and Brahma Yagna. Deva Yagna is that when I see that all that is happening in my experience, all the sense perceptions are only happening, the offerings of the sense object to the senses, the Devas. Therefore, I remain detached from those experiences. That's Deva Yagna. Every experience I see is only happening between the sense objects and the senses. I am just a witness of what's happening, that Deva Yagna. Then we say Brahma Yagna, 
when I offer my limited self to my higher self, when I realize that my limited self is nothing but the expression of the higher self, it will never separate it from its higher self, that is Brahmiyak. As we have seen the room space and outer space, we are always one and the same. Remove the room, space remains where it is. My conditioned self remains where it is. After my death, it was here before my birth. So that's Brahmiyagna. That understanding firm in your mind, constantly keeping at the back of your mind in all your action, Bhagavan says Brahmiyagna. Then sense control. That's another type of yagna. Either control your senses so that they don't wander around or mind control. Senses may bring any information, but mind does not get attached to it. That's the mind control. Self-restraint by controlling all the senses is self-restraint, you know. So that's another yagna we have seen. And in the last verse which we have discussed, there are five yagnas we have seen. Dravya yagna, Tapa yagna, Yoga yagna, Swadhyaya yagna, Nagnani yagna. So the life of charity, everything that I have is for charity. That's Dravya yagna. Dravya yagna is not just giving you one check every year during tax time. But it is something which I offer that everything I have is for the greater good. Nothing belongs to me. What I have acquired from this world, this Prakriti, I have to give it back to the Prakriti. What I have borrowed from this Prakriti, this body, mind, intellect, they also don't belong to me. They are just landed to me for my experiences. That type of attitude, Bhagavan says, Dravya Yagna. Then tapa yagna, austerities, for the self-control, when I perform certain disciplines, that's tapa yagna. Then yoga yagna, various upasanas and sadhanas, that's a yoga yagna. All these yagnas are for the purification of my mind and intellect. For the antahakarana shuddhi, as a seeker of happiness, my job is only to purify my internal instrument. Rest will happen automatically by God's grace. Grace is not that the Bhagawan is partial to his bhakta. Oh, now he is praising me all the time. Let me be fine. It is the very nature of yourself. Just like I think that Yogi Berahur said, the more I practice, it is luckier I get. It's not the luck. It is my preparation made me lucky made me worthy of getting that opportunity. So here, yoga is the upasana. I prepare myself. And then the next one is swadhyaya, reflecting on your own self. Introspection, who I am. Is, is this body me, this mind me, the intellect me, the accomplishments me? Who am I? That's basically is the swadhyayagna. And then we said gnana yagna. Yoga of knowledge, offering your ignorance, consciously trying to get out of the veiling of this mind is Gnana Yagna. Our learning Bhagavad Gita falls into this Gnana Yagna. The last two Yagnas, the Pranayama and Pratyahar, these come from Patanjali's Yoga Sutra, Astanga Yoga, eight parts, the Yama, Niyama, Asana, Pranayama, Pratyahar. Fourth and fifth steps of Astang Yoga Pranayama Pratyahar. So the verse 29 says, Apane Jhuvati Pranam 
प्राणी अपानम तथा अपरे प्राण पान गति रुद्वा प्राणायाम परायणा दोज हु आर एक्सपर्ट देर एंगेज इन प्राणायाम दे परफॉर्म दिस प्राणायाम इन वेरियस वेज नोट वन मेथड वेरियस वेज इट्स अपाने जुवती प्राणम सो अपाना इज आउट गोइंग ब्रेथ एंड इवन दिस बुक्स इज आउट गोइंग ब्रेथ आई रेड भगवान शंकराचार्य भाष्य एंड इट्स इज अपान इज इन कमिंग ब्रेथ सो देर इज लेट अ कॉन्ट्रोडिक्शन एंड आई चेक सम अदर बुक्स एंड सम ऑफ देम कैन अग्रीड विद शंकराचार्य भाष्य अपाना इज इन कमिंग ब्रेथ अप अनहा इज इन कमिंग एंड प्र अनह इज आउट गोइंग बट विच एवर वी लोकेटेड द मीनिंग डज नॉट चेंज ऑफ द वर्ड्स इट्स इज अपाने जुवती प्राणम सम ऑफर Uh, outgoing breath into the incoming breath in prane apanam tata para and some offering the outgoing breath into incoming breath in other words two diametrically opposite practices in pranayam pranayam as we have seen is the control of all the vital energies but it the core of it is the control of breath which is actually the word is swasa and if you read Patanjali Yoga Sutra he does not use word prana here he says swasa incoming swasa and outgoing swasa he uses the word swasa so swasa is breath but the overall technique is also called pranayam by controlling your breath you control your pranas all the other functions of the pranas which right now i have no control over so even when i am in a deep sleep all my organs are functioning properly my heart my brain my liver my kidneys because the conscious mind has no control over this organ you can imagine if the conscious mind has to control this organ then we will all be in lots of trouble but conscious mind has no control over this organs or they are free of conscious mind and therefore it functions all three states of my existence that waking dream and and deep sleep but the yogis have found ways to control this functions by the conscious mind and this is called pranayama their observation was that as the state of my mind change my breathing changes so if i can control my breathing i may be able to control all my pranas and all my mental thoughts so the techniques devised was to control breath pandit used to say that we have finite number of breaths to take in this life if you take faster breathing you have a shorter life if you slower breathing then you have a longer life so people who are calm normally quiet and have control over the breathing is normal they live longer life people who are very excitable and constantly get agitated and excited the breathing goes faster and they live a shorter life i have no knowledge about that but this is what the yoga sutra basically say control your breath so that you are regulating your breath so many many years ago when we were in dallas texas we took the course of raj yoga in pranayama and raj yoga one of my friends father mr haris raja who was a disciple of swami muktananda and he gave us a pranayam training we used to have that in early morning at 6 o'clock and that's a part of raj yoga so the yogas which we have seen the pranayam are performed in three different types of tradition one is the shiva yoga vignana bhairav is the book from the kashmir saivites and you see on tv this uh, shiva yogi come 
And he said that by controlling the breath, you can control all your systems. There is no need for any medication. We can control everything by controlling breathing. Then popularly what we know about yoga in this country is Hatha Yoga. Hatha Yoga is basically the first three sections of Ashtanga Yoga, Yama, Niyama and Asana. We focus more on the third step, which is asana. But then the Yoga Sutra says, you should not start pranayam until you have mastered asanas. So, asanas are very important. And then once you master the asanas, then you do pranayam. And many, many teachers I have come across say, Hatha Yoga is very good, but it is also can be dangerous if you are not under the guidance of a trained teacher. Be careful, have a good teacher, then you can practice Raj Yoga, on the other hand, is considered safer and subtler. So what Pandiji used to teach is also Raj Yoga. And what we learned many, many years ago, that's also Raj Yoga. Where basically the breathing is controlled by nine mudras. They call it remote controls. Now obviously there is no scientific study done on why that works or does it work. But all the yogis have said that they do work. So they the apane juvati pranam prane apanam tatha apare prana apana gati rundva pranayama parayanaha. Those who are expert, they engage in this pranayama. And in Bhagavan Sankaracharya's Bhasya, I learned that the first technique of apane juvati pranam is called purak. We talked about Purak, Rechik and Kumbhak. He said these three are described here. The first one is called Purak. When you are offering incoming breath into outgoing, it's called Purak. Then another is called Rechik because you are offering incoming breath in outgoing breath. And then Pranapati Gatim Rudva, restricting the flow of air, is called Kumbhak. This has to be practiced in a serial manner. So, Mr. Raja used to write articles in Times of India. Those articles were published into a book. And in that, he said that the goal of pranayama is our normal breathing is about 16 breaths in a minute. The goal is to reduce them to four. So in one minute, there are only four breaths. And he recommends in his book, and what he taught us back in the 80s, is five seconds for inhalation, then two seconds of kumbhak inner kumbhak for two seconds, then seven seconds of exhalation because he said the air has now expanded because of the body temperature. So it takes longer to exhale than inhale, so it is seven seconds. So that makes 14 seconds. They hold the breath of one second outside before taking the next breath and they start the cycle again. That makes 15 seconds, so there will four breaths in a minute or the rate of your breathing is now down to one quarter of what's your normal breathing. So these people are all pranayama parayanaha. They're practicing the purak, recha, kumbhak, various types of yoga because they are expert in that. That's the one method of yajna. Others pratyahara, apare niyat aharaha. And others by controlling the diet, controlling all the intake in your system. So it actually applies to all senses, not just for all senses. Pranan pranesu juhvati. They offer prana into prana. And Bhagavan Sankaracharya says that is control one prana. In this case, maybe a swasa. You know, as we have seen the prana, apana, samana, vyana, udana, the five pranas. This bioenergy in you 
several system out of that if you control one and then offer all others into it. So you control your, your swasa, your breathing, then all other, the vyana, udana, samana, offer into that. So they all become subsidiary to that prana. So that Bhagavan said is pratyahara, prana, pranensu juhvati, sarve api ete yagna vidaha. They are all knowers of yagna. They know what they are doing and they are performing this yagna for purification of the internal instrument. The goal of all the yagna and any yagna, any selfless activity is to purify my internal instruments. Is a sarve epe ati yagna vidaha yagna kshapita kalmasaha. And by this yagna, they become free of sins. Have you seen sin? Impurities on my mind is sin. And by yagna, I can get rid of this impurities on my mind. Yagna sister Amruta Bhujaha Yanti Brahma Sanatanam. The nectar, which is the remnant of yagna, one who eats, he goes to Brahman, the eternal Brahman. In other words, the results of this yagna, when I enjoy, then I become one with that eternal Brahman. Na ayam lokoho asti ayagnasya kutaha anyaha kurusattamaha. Even in this world, person who is not disciplined and not performing this yagna, this world is not for him. He does not achieve anything in this world. One who is not disciplined, obviously, cannot achieve anything. There is no discipline. Mind, discipline, action, discipline of behavior, you obviously can't achieve anything. So, therefore, even in this finite world, you can't achieve without yagna. Then what to think about life after death? And therefore, Bhagavan said, yagnarthat guru karma. So, we'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, Please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihiyo Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo